0: I'm Jess
1: and I'm George,
0: and this is Trans-pantastic. Transpantastic,
1: a podcast about gender identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them.
0: Like school
1: for you and the kids.
0: Yeah, for I you, am a for teacher. You and the
1: kids and and for you again.
0: For me again. Yeah, I, I don't want to be in elementary anymore. And I've said this before, and we had an entire episode about it. I think at the beginning of the summer, I'm very done with elementary.
1: That's not what I was talking about. I was talking about you going back to school so that you can get away from school.
0: Yes, and that is why I have gone to grad school. Yes. I have started a math degree because that'll be much more marketable for a secondary position than my music degree has been.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Like we mentioned, why I didn't help as much with moving and... So I've been staying up late most nights. I do my work from 7 until whenever my brain starts thinking that the problems are hard.
1: Well, seven thirty-eight, depending on when they actually get in their beds and stay there.
0: Yeah, yeah. they have to get in beds and stay there, though, because otherwise they're rotten at school the next day and they're awful trying to get them up for school and...
1: They haven't been rotten at school as far as we know, but they are definitely molasses in the morning if they didn't get enough sleep. And, and you you had uh, found somewhere a uh, what-time-should-I-go-to-bed chart.
0: I did. It was a chart of, like, it had the x-axis was, like, how old is the kid, and the y-axis was, like, what time do they need to get up in the morning, Mm-hmm. If they need to get up at this time and they're this old, then the grid filled in with times that they needed to go to bed to get enough sleep to grow and be healthy and so on. And mm-hmm. it showed that our kids currently go to bed. Well, our kids are currently expected to go to bed, the two little ones, at 7 o'clock.
1: Which with they... the aim of them being asleep by 7.30, which happens more for him than it does for her. Yeah. But we're... Not quite getting there lately, and I hear parents say this all the time, getting their kids to bed is not always easy. Ours hasn't been too bad, but definitely with the move and and things a little out of place, they are a little more difficult to get to bed. However... It appears from what we can see with the school stuff that nobody's suffering as far as we can tell, and it's only a few weeks in. Right. Everybody, so far, so good. I'll get in trouble, so I'll, I'll knock pretend on the desk. Pretend the door- to knock on the desk.
0: <laughs> so
1: that I don't get in trouble.
0: Here, use my head.
1: Mm. Use <laughs> the juice of dogs. He's right here. Oh.
0: Yeah, the kids have done really good with the move, though, and they've done really good with getting back to school. They're still at the same school. We only moved down the street for reasons that I think we discussed before that we were going to buy our house, and then the
1: landlord was like... Right, we we wanted them in the same school because this has been an advantage. It turns out that our number two child has his previous SPED teacher.
0: Yes, when he had been in the extra, extra special ed program, and we talked, I want to say last winter or spring about him getting graduated from the extra extra special ed program to just the regular special ed program and um turns out that now his new second grade teacher for the regular ed classroom is the same person that had been his co-teacher in the special ed classroom.
1: So this means that he doesn't have to break her in, and she doesn't have to figure out what's going on with him, because she knows what's going on with him. She does. And she probably can see the improvements.
0: She probably Because she can. was a-
1: away for a year. She
0: was. She was traveling.
1: Yes, she was.
0: Good for her. Yeah,
1: good for her. <laughs> I remember doing that a long time ago. So he's quite happy in his class. Mm-hmm. He has homework he can actually manage. Yes. She doesn't try to give him more than that, but she tries to give him enough to keep him going. Mm hmm. I think she's got a pretty good method of it. Yes. But but it's great that we know we don't have to explain anything to her. She knows exactly what's going on here.
0: It's totally awesome for him. His academics are not a problem, and his behavior in the classroom has not been a problem either. No. little bit of a problem at the before and after school program.
1: Right. And I think a lot of his behavior is that so far the meds are doing good. We had a second med check at the doctor this week. And I think the doctor could tell the difference between a kid who can sit there and talk to him and a kid who's climbing under the table trying to get under the legs and push the table up.
0: And that would be the difference between, you know, a year and a half ago and now.
1: That would be the difference between the last meds and now, right before we changed them. He was doing that. Right. So uh, just a few months, actually.
0: And so he's only getting into the kind of trouble that normal second graders get into. Like, he's kind of a big kid and he's kind of a slow kid, so we expect him to occasionally engage in some minor bullying behaviors that we have to nip in the bud right away. Like, he took some kids' cookies out of their hand at snack time, and, oh, you don't need these, and he
1: walked off and ate them. He tends to do that to kids his own size, though. He does. He doesn't pick on little kids. He's protective of little kids. He is very
0: protective of little kids, but he'll pick on kids his size. And he'll definitely take on kids who are bigger.
1: And apparently some of them will take on him. And when they're just being cruel, he's not up for the challenge because he's confused. He understands like power struggles, but he doesn't understand cruelty, which is good. Yes. And when somebody's being cruel, he's like, what the F is going on here? You know, mm-hmm. and he's trying to explain to somebody that this is wrong.
0: He doesn't always understand the proper procedure though and so he'll explain to like the wrong person and so it doesn't always get managed and that's a situation that we're dealing with.
1: Well and the advantage was since we went to his med check the other day I let him go to the kids club so I could get some stuff done. You it know, before
0: school kids club.
1: Right and then I picked him up to go to the doctor and then he told me what was going on so that was a good chance for us to talk about this. It sounds like we're talking about it actually we struggled with each other trying to understand what the hell the other one was saying and why. <laughs> but that's that's how it works until, until you get to a common ground. And my question to him was, we're going to the doctor and he's going to ask you how your pills are working for you. And how do you feel? And he's all aggravated about just being bullied by this kid. And so he's trying to explain that to me. And I say, well, that's a problem we have to solve with the kids club and the school because bullies are not allowed. But how do you feel? And he couldn't get off of the
0: he, he was external so hijacked situation. By the- Outside that he couldn't focus on what he
1: was actually. Eventually we got there, but he had to keep talking it out until he could be done being frustrated with this thing that was very wrong. Mm -hmm. So I'm pleased with that. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I'm very pleased that he's able to use words to talk it out instead of just getting angry and doing something regrettable.
1: Well, and and then along the same lines, our big boy, special needs child, is also doing well in school. Yes. Which is great because often when school starts, he loses all his stuff because he can't get himself managed.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And he'll...
1: And he has an IEP.
0: He does have an IEP. He has accommodations written in for testing and for group work and for, you know, what he's supposed to do if he feels overwhelmed or frustrated in a classroom or in a social setting.
1: Or if he needs more time.
0: He's, he's got all of these things in place. And last year, he was having a little bit of trouble advocating for himself when he needed these things. And I think part of it was coming to terms with and accepting that he did actually need to ask for a little bit of extra help. He didn't want to
1: be different. He also doesn't want the work to be there. He hopes that if he ignores it, it'll go away. Just like every <laughs> he does that here all the time
0: yes he that's really just says
1: ah, if i pay don't pay attention maybe nobody will care Right, and it didn't work out that way. It did
0: not, it did not. and so, so he's we, got
1: he's got that figured out now.
0: Yes, this year he had the same expectations as last year that if there are any missing assignments or if his grades fall below a C in any class, then he's going to have a digital curfew and he's going to have to turn his screens in at bedtime or at our bedtime.
1: Now, if his grades really fall below, then he
0: then there are additional
1: yeah curfews have, and consequences other...
0: and groundings available. but so far, he's only had like two missing assignments and none of them went missing for more than a day.
1: And he got right on it. He did. He and went after of the teacher until he got a hold of them and said, "Hey, I need to do something here. Mm-hmm. Where's my Where's my stuff? Or I gave this to you. Where'd it go? Or whatever it was. Right, right. So he got right on it. So once he knows what to do, that's usually the biggest problem for him. He's like that with everything. When there's something new, he tries to ignore that. That's going to have to happen, and then he resists it in his approach, which that we're familiar with, which is just, well, I'm going to not be able to do that. So I'm going to just say that can't happen. I
0: don't know how. So I just can't.
1: So that's just, not, yeah. Yeah. And so I if cannot I- pick the broccoli. What do you do with the scissors? You know, mm-hmm. you snip the broccoli off. I don't understand, you know, mm-hmm. and we can see, we know why he's like, so we walk him through it. Yeah. And so now that he has been walked through lots of things, like like you said, he doesn't He's transfer. been walked through
0: the process of being walked through something enough.
1: No, it's not just that. He still resists it because, as you said, he doesn't transfer the skill. Right. So he doesn't transfer, oh, yes, once I was not able to understand why you would empty a dishwasher and why do we have to do this, and now I just do it because I'm expected to.
0: And once I didn't know how to shovel the driveway and then I figured it out, and there have been many times that I didn't know how to do something and then either I figured it out or someone helped me figure it out and so this is how we do and that's what he's still having a problem with. He can't
1: like... Yeah, he's definitely more there than that. And We explained to him, look, we're going to do it. We're going to do this anyway because you need to know these things. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to do these things.
0: And once he understands that these are life skills that he will need as an adult,
1: he accepts that we are going to drill them into him. That's he, he what he does. He doesn't
0: like it, but he accepts he that like it's going it. to
1: be the reality. He doesn't want it. He doesn't really believe us, which is only his age. Yes. He's being a teenager to not believe us.
0: Uh-huh. But, but I think that's actually the bigger life skill is being able to accept a reality. Reality that you dislike and being able to work within that reality to achieve what you want
1: anyway. Yeah. So we did have a little struggle with him this week with, no, really, even if you don't have your chore list, you will do the same chores you've been doing for three years. <laughs> and you will figure out how to remember them yourself. How to explain that to him? I said, oh. use your phone because the data, a list of your chores, will take up in your phone. Is this house is the data of your phone, and this tissue is the data of, of a chore list. A chore list, and yeah. he smirked. He smirked, so I knew I, he understood me. So. Yes, he
0: understood that metaphor. So that was good. He he got it because his chore list, his checkmark chart for which we give him the checkmarks and add up to give him his allowance did get packed away and he did not pack it away. So we didn't know where it was.
1: No. And surely if there's no list, I don't have to do my chores.
0: That's just a bad case, a teenager.
1: Yes, it is. And that's okay.
0: <laughs> we can fix that.
1: That can be fixed. <sighs> so.
0: All right. So I, I'll accept it if it's just age appropriate difficulties. I'll I'll be almost happy that he's doing things on track for his age.
1: Quite quite honestly, yeah, he does have age appropriate difficulties with an autistic twist. Yes. And we know what the twist is, so we
0: We just get him there.
1: We just so far so good. I knocking on the
0: knocking on the desk again.
1: <laughs> without touching it.
0: Ah. <laughs> oh.
1: So our our child that always ends up coming last. In this conversation about who's doing what.
0: Yes. She's she, she, um, number three. Got started in her gifted program this year, which is why she always comes last. Because she's our functional child. She Well, mostly functional child. And when child. she's not,
1: we're like, no, you can't do that. You have to be the functional child. <laughs> oh. Well...
0: Yeah, she started she, her... She
1: does like school.
0: She does. Well, she she has a big case of inertia. She didn't like school when it got started, but now that she's going, she no, likes she, it.
1: She didn't dislike it. She just didn't want to do anything about liking it. <laughs> that's the inertia. She, and that's, she comes home in the summer. She, she comes didn't want with... to
0: stop school when she came home in the summer.
1: She has a case of inertia.
0: You know, inertia is the tendency of a object in motion to stay in motion and at rest to stay at rest. So if she's in motion, she'll want to stay in motion.
1: Which she is when she gets to our house. Yes. But she's not before that. That's what I'm trying to...
0: Most definitely when she comes home from other places where it's a much more at rest environment than she's definitely not ready to be in motion yet. Yep. But she's good at school. When she came home from her dad's house, she had been much more interested in shorts and jeans and sports clothes than she had been before. She used to have a lot of tutus. She does have a lot of tutus.
1: Yes, she does.
0: She has a closet full of effing tutu skirts,
1: which... Well, you know, it's a small closet for a small child, but it's got tutus in it for sure. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. she has five or six different tutus, probably one for every day of the week, which she was quite happy with before. She used to be a very feminine young lady. She liked girly things, sparkly things, and... Over the summer, I don't know how it shifted, but she came home from her dad's house and didn't
1: wear any tutus. I think she was like that towards the end of the school year, or the beginning of the summer, where she said to you, No, I don't want the princess thing.
0: Yeah, she said She's she didn't, she like had that. outgrown princesses. She didn't like them anymore. And in my brain and not out of my mouth, I said, Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and so that continued to develop over the summer. And it was kind of abrupt then when she came home from her dad's house and was like, no, no, no tutus. And I went to get her out some clothes for going out and doing things. And she said, I don't want the skirts. Can can I have some shorts instead? Which last year would have been, I don't want shorts. Can I have a skirt instead? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Here, we'll pick this one. And that's fine. And... She also was very interested in reading the Backwards Day book Mm -hmm. and the I Am Jazz book. Mm -hmm. And so I started to question... Again, not to her, but just in my own brain, is something going on with her. You know, just keeping my eyes open, keeping keeping attentive. And so the other day when she said something about being a pirate, Mm
1: -hmm. she was playing pirates. With her brother.
0: With her brother. And I said, are you going to be the pirate king? And she said, no, I'm going to be the pirate queen.
1: Not the princess. Not
0: the princess, but also not the king.
1: No, I'm still in charge and probably more so. Yes. So there.
0: Definitely.
1: She's looking at you like, yeah, we both know it.
0: (laughs) So... (laughs) So this is my kid who you know used to be the little scientist princess, and now is the scientist queen. Yes, and and she
1: goes up a tree like nobody's business now.
0: Oh, that's great! Right
1: after her brother, yes, like they she both used go to be right up the tree.
0: Scared as heck of climbing trees, but now after a year and a half of gymnastics lessons,
1: she's quite confident, and it's nice to see her confident in these yes, activities.
0: Definitely. And so I asked her about her clothes and, you know, what kind of things she liked because both number one and number three have birthdays coming up. And so I asked her, you know, what kind of things do you like? And I had taken her back to school shopping and pointed out the kind of things she had liked last year. And she told me, no, I, I don't really like girly girl things anymore.
1: Just breaking it to you. Like you care what she, it's okay. <laughs> like whatever you like, kid.
0: Yes, just I'm I'm actually decide. kind of happy about the fact yeah. that she doesn't like the girly girl things anymore. I always found that mildly disconcerting, just because of my own personal
1: gendery things. But but she liked them, so we, we let her do that.
0: Right. You know, if she told me tomorrow that she was a boy, I would support her 100%. If she tells me tomorrow that she's the girliest girl that ever existed, I should support her equally as strongly. Yes. Regardless of my own reservations about my own kid being a really
1: freaking girly girl. Somebody probably has to do it.
0: So while we were moving, number two and number three had gotten out some photo albums that you had left out when you unpacked
1: yes i unpacked the photo albums and kids like to see photos
0: kids really do like to see photos and you had unpacked this photo album and shown me some of the photos i did and you had purged about a third to a half of these albums i
1: purged probably two-thirds or nine-tenths of stuff that had been in the garage a couple of years ago i remember that about three years ago i was like "Mm, if i don't want to see it why do i have it here Yes. So I got rid of a lot of stuff. And about... Just kept pictures I liked. Five years ago,
0: when you were in the house before the one we moved in together, you purged even more stuff than that. Possibly. You were getting rid of just boxes and boxes of old journals and old photos. Oh, yeah.
1: I forgot about those. See? Yes. Because I got rid of them. Yeah. I don't need to know. No. Because they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. You let me have your old journals so that I could get into your brain. You said, can I look at them? And I said, go ahead. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) As long as I don't have to read them again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with with the photos that are here, there are some that I don't love, but I find useful. Like some of the really old black and white ones from when I was a tiny person.
0: And they have pictures of your family and people that, you know, You, it's good to have those visible reminders of.
1: Probably. That's what I thought anyway. <laughs> there there it,
0: are pictures of you when you were tiny. And you showed me one in particular that, you know, we're going through these albums. And these particular albums were about half empty. And And I
1: had sent some, I have a couple boxes of pictures that are old pictures that that my sister can have because she likes that stuff. Mm -hmm. But some of these are me when I'm like two and my mother was dressing me in Kennedy era outfits Mm. which just look very strange and don't look like me at all.
0: No, you don't look like you in almost any of those pictures. Some of the ones when you were a teenager look like you.
1: Mm -hmm. But as a small person, not so much.
0: No, Mm -mm. there's not a lot of you
1: in those small people. So, consequently number 2 child says who's this i said well that that was me he's looking at pictures and looking at pictures and he he saw the the other one where i'm about probably 7 or whatever age i am that mm-hmm. that my dad had let me make art yes so i look like a wild person with like a painting hanging out of my mouth and i painted <laughs> my torso and
0: you had painted your entire everything yes I think my you mother, had no shirt on your stomach was painted my mother was, was either painted. at some
1: group thing or a sewing or something and my dad was in charge and he, he let me paint temperas all over my body. <laughs> so
0: Also, like these pieces of paper that you're holding up so proud of that mm-hmm. you had made like six-year-old scribble art paintings on. It was totally awesome.
1: It was abstract. I was aware of that at the time, actually.
0: That's totally great.
1: Yes, I made a lot of abstract art as a child. It was a thing back then.
0: It was. Yeah. Like Jackson Pollock and shit.
1: Yeah, I guess. So he's looking at all these pictures of me as a little person who doesn't look like me. And then as this wild man with paintings hanging out of my mouth. And then as a um, teenager, and he says, Dad, were you a boy or a girl? And I say, well... I was a boy, but I, what did I say? Like, I looked like I was a girl or they thought I was a girl. hmm Because you shook your head like, yeah, that, that sounds like a good explanation.
0: For, yeah.
1: They thought I was a girl, so. And he points at one of the pictures where I have like a slight. Chest. Chest. Very slight, because that's all I ever had. And he says, what's that? And that's when I had said to him, well, remember I said I looked like a girl, a girl's body. But uh, he goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Cause he was trying to process this, yeah. Cause it doesn't make sense to him now, even in retrospect. Like, and you—how did that happen? This only—and I'm thinking happened. the same thing. How did that happen? <laughs> That was so wrong. It was. It
0: was. But, you know, even though this is only two years ago and he's eight and his brain shouldn't be pruning things from six years old, it probably has because he is developmentally delayed and his brain is a little bit behind.
1: Well, I think he also, like me, prefers to prune those things out. Mm -hmm. Say, no, no, that's wrong. Take it off of there. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) that's fair.
1: And the the kids sat there looking at pictures. They did. The The other child didn't ask Number three that,
0: didn't say anything, but I, I think she understood what was going she on. Could process. She could like, yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, that. yeah. George used to have the wrong kind of body, but the doctors helped him fix it. So yeah. that's what's going on
1: there. Yeah. And she can deal with that emotionally because mm-hmm. he struggles with that more.
0: He does. He struggles with a lot of things more. Yeah.
1: He struggles less and less lately. But
0: I am very happy with I, that. I am because
1: he seems content, he Which is does. a very different feeling for him. He's not always content.
0: No, no, but he's C- certain got times a day he's
1: even less content than, than he others
0: ever did before. And I'm thinking, how much of this is meds and how much of this is development? Well,
1: we know a lot of it is meds, just because when he misses them, it is quite awful.
0: It is, and
1: also right before the med change, it was pretty awful. It was. I think what's happened now is he's been on these meds a couple months and he's settled into them more Mm-hmm. because he definitely has less fits than ever in his life.
0: Yes, he used to be having tantrums at least twice a day.
1: And when he does have a fit, he tends to stomp off away from you, cross his arms and give you evil eye. He's
0: managing his emotions instead of, like, trying to charge you or punch you or... Throw furniture at you. Yes, these are all things that he used to do just not even a year and a half ago. Correct. And
1: so, yes, he's much more managed than he used to be. I can can see that that feels better for him. I, I could tell it didn't feel... Very good before, but...
0: Well, I can't imagine it would. But he
1: didn't know the difference even. I mean, he knew it didn't feel good, but he didn't know the difference. He didn't know that there was something else to be had. So so now when he's mad, sometimes he'll refuse to go to his room, but sometimes he'll just stomp off to his room and close the door. Mm-hmm. Like, screw you guys. And mm-hmm. then he'll settle down. He'll come out and be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Which is great. Which is
0: totally great that he actually, like, acknowledges that he mishandled his emotional reaction to something like he will apologize and like we can have a rational or you know three-year-old rational discussion with him about you felt really angry did you need to act so angry could you have solved the problem differently he often
1: says no I couldn't I couldn't do anything like he's aware that he's so mad he can't hardly deal with himself Mm -hmm. and he's unhappy with his reaction but it's already happening Right, but right now he's aware of that that Good. process, and that's a very different place for him, but overall, outside of some you know probably once a day, sometimes twice a day outbursts rather than complete tantrum fits, I'll take uh, it although otherwise he's content. And he will talk to you about things.
0: He can actually maintain a conversation, which was a new development when he first got on the first med that he was on. But then he started to develop a tolerance to it. And so it only got so far.
1: Well, and I don't even know if it's a tolerance as as much as that he's, he's gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. And So now he is on a larger dose of that evenly three times a day where right before the last med change, he was only on that twice a day at one rate in the middle of the day at a different rate. And now he's on it.
0: Full dose. Else, full dose. All and, day.
1: and the other med seems to be very supportive of that. So
0: good, 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 good.
1: So anyhow, he's in much better shape. The dog on the other hand, mm. shaking my head. No, he's There's not. There's
0: a dog here who's old and crotchety and forgetful and
1: <laughs> very anxious at points. Mm-hmm. And then he wears himself out from the anxiety and then now he's passed out.
0: Which is fine because he's yeah. not licking the air and slobbering and snorting and interrupting or, our recording.
1: Which Or trying to crawl in your lap and he's not lapsized.
0: He is not lapsized. Because he's
1: anxious. He tried to climb on our beds a few times before we moved. He did once since we've been here, but it's anxiety. It's no matter where he he could be right on your lap and he'd still be like so anxious, he can't stand himself. And mm-hmm. I feel bad for him, but I don't know what else to do with him. he has his pills and So like everybody else around here.
0: There's all the young mammals for which we care.
1: Yes. Those are them.
0: And that's our big portion of our life around the whole big queer thing.
1: Yeah, it's a big queer thing going on here. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I think that's it.
0: Yay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail or by commenting at our website, TransPantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening!
1: It appears, from what we can see with the school stuff, that nobody's suffering from Whatever I'm suffering from right this second <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sleep
0: s- deprivation and cognitive decline
1: Yes, cognitive decline, that
0: <laughs> From lack of sleep so- Do you need to go wash your face?
1: No, I, I did wash are- my face My okay. eyes are just bad because of the smoke oh. I'll try some eye drops again in a while I'll just leave my glasses off for now
0: Okay Ha 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 ha!